Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome everyone to another episode of Stats of the Day. Um, I'm your host, Karam. And today we're going to analyze the four matches from Saturday, Game Week 13. It's still not even halfway through, um, but we have um, some teams we're going to analyze. Mainly uh, Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Chelsea. I guess it hasn't been the best of the starts, uh, especially if you bet against Haaland uh, with the captaincy. Uh, for the rest, I had four players other than Haaland who did not return. So it's kind of a meh day. Um, welcome, everyone. Um, let me know in the comment section if everything is fine. And uh, as always, um, the stream started with a quiz. So the quiz for today, which player has created the most chances so far this game week, which is the four matches from today. And the total chances created, that includes the big chances and the small chances. So today is about creators. Let me know uh, who you think that is, and we will come back to the answers in a minute. But first, I uh, want to welcome everyone in the stream here. Um, the broken machine. Hello, hello. Um, another great start with Foden benched and no clean sheet. Yeah, I was a bit surprised by the Foden benching. I haven't heard in the post conference if uh, Pep mentioned any reason to that. Um, my first impression that he might be carrying some injury. Uh, that's why he did not start, especially after a full rest midweek for the whole team so uh, you would expect him to be in the main 11 and um, yeah I think uh, many of us have both brought him in um, but you know we bought him for the for the Leicester game anyway right <laughs> right um, stay a Forest fan who really doesn't care about the Liverpool double clean sheet I mean as a Forest fan you must be so delighted right um Maybe one of the occasions where FPL doesn't matter anymore. Uh, big, big result for Forest And Liverpool continue to struggle. And if uh, we are honest, maybe the names on the team sheet, you wouldn't expect... Well, obviously, you would expect better. But overall, how the season is growing with the injuries they have, probably that's maybe just about what they can do. I'm not sure. Um... But Salah continued to struggle, and then um, as an FPL option, he's slightly—he's certainly not captainable now, especially with Haaland. 
Um, but the question is, would you own him? And I know many of us have opted in and out from Salah on the wild card. So it's going to be interesting. Let me know in the chat if you have Salah and what you're going to do with him because the next two game weeks are are good on paper. Not sure what's good for them anymore. Uh, but are you keeping him? Firmino pun did not pay off today. Well, I think I will show you now in the set, in, in the in the table for the forwards. I think Firmino was okay. Um, not the best of the well overall, but from the Liverpool players, he's one. He was one of the best in terms of his stats, and uh, you might keep hold, um, especially if Nunes is still out. Um, Max, welcome Max. Uh, Trossard outscoring for the... It's typical, right? It's typical. Trossard scoring. We took him out for either free or a hit to get Foden in. It's typical FPL. Um, Max is avoiding completely Liverpool assets. Well, yeah, um, me, uh, me too. I'm, I'm currently without any Liverpool players. I'm still tempted to get some. And I will show you why in a few minutes. Uh, which players caught my attention who are potentially in my shortlist, uh, but they need to tighten up a bit their defense. Um, otherwise, they're not going to be good options. All right, all right. So, uh, we are close to the end of the poll. So, if you haven't joined, if you haven't voted, please do. Which player has had the highest chances created stat for today? Is it Kevin De Bruyne, Bruno Fernandes, Eze, or Ayonei. Um, so, in the poll, anyone wants to answer still? Here we go. Right. So, um, and the correct answer is not going to be expected. Uh, so, three players of, the, of those four have created three chances. And one has created four. So, the players have created three were De Bruyne, so he's not he's not the highest. Fernandez is not the highest, and um, Ayone is not the highest. So it was Eze. Eze has created four chances today, and I will show you in the table uh, table um, whether they were good quality chances. That's also important if you if you are looking for him. But Eze and um, Olesi are two picks who stand, stood out the last few game weeks, right? Uh, so we will see. Um, the comparison between them and if they are good options to consider. Uh, right, so let's go on to the match day report. Okay, right, four matches, three um, home wins and a draw. So it's pretty good results for the home team. And I noticed the last couple of game weeks that home teams are doing much better than away for some reason. So it might be a coincidence, but it's something to keep an eye on. Maybe it gives him a slight edge in this period of time. Uh, Nottingham Forest is a big, big win against Liverpool. Ione with a, with a goal. Um, he's been terrific today, I must say. He has been the highest player with an XGI uh, with 0 0.95. So almost a goal. So he got what he exactly uh, deserved for, for the match. Uh, he was rewarded by the goal. He has one big chance is created so he's been very he's been a creative as well and he has received two big chances to score um that makes him a total of a gi of 0 0.95 almost a goal uh dean henderson 
this goalkeeper is trolling me big time. <laughs> I had him some part this season. He didn't get any. And uh, when I saw he has been hauling ever since. Uh, another clean sheet, seven saves, uh, three bonus points. Probably the biggest save of, of those were the very last minute when he uh, saved the Van Dyke's header. So it was a big, big one. And as of Liverpool, uh, Robertson has been one of the best in terms of uh, one big chances created and the total XGI of 0.44. And then Salah with four goal attempts, an XGI of just a shy of uh, 0.31. Uh, not a great day for Salah. Uh, he has had one of the highest goal attempts in this game week with Carvalho. Uh, with four goal attempts, but they were not good uh, chances to uh, to score. Um, for Everton and Crystal Palace, it's, it's a big result for Everton. 3-0. Uh, so for us who own Zaha, he has had an XGI of just about 0 0.5. 0 0.05. So almost done nothing. It's just the single shot on target. Uh, it wasn't good enough. And um, if you own Dehi or, or Dwighta, it was not a good day. It was not a good day. Uh, for Everton, Anthony Gordon, um, this player is so funny. I owned him uh, in some parts of the season where he has been scoring in every game week I owned him. But he's been getting a yellow card. Um, he's again, he's again in, on top level for today. Um, a total XGI of around one goal and uh, two big chances. Um, he scored a goal as well. Uh, Ayubi, a big, big game for him as well. I know Ayubi has been also showing up in the stats in the last few episodes, if, if you notice that. So uh, it's someone uh, you might keep an eye on. If He's, he's going to be a good enabler. Um, I mentioned Almiron a couple of weeks ago. He delivered. And I mentioned Ayubi and he's delivering. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of strange to own these players. But... Um, they are doing very good, so why not? Why not? Uh, big chances created for Ayubi and a total XGI of 0.18. That tells me that um, most of his XGI were from the expected assists rather than goals. And he's been a little bit lucky to get two assists with uh, this low um, with this low goal involvement. So uh, it's a little bit of a overperformance. Um, but still, it's it's a great result for him and for Everton. And uh, from Crystal Palace, Jordan Ayo with a total expected goal involvement of 0.57 and then Eze of an XGI of 0.28. So he created four chances, but and, and the expected goal involvement for him were mostly from the assist. So in total... They were not big chances. They were a bit of a low quality chances, but still he managed to rack up uh, four of them. And um, if you look for the last few games, he's been heavily involved in, in every act action attacking wise for Palace. And if you look for an enabler, I believe he's 5.4, 5.7. I don't have the price here in the um, in the screen, um, but he's, he could be one to consider uh, if you are still looking for a Palace pick. Manchester City, a home win against Brighton. Um, what's new? Nothing. Haaland scoring two goals, three bonus points, a total HGI of 1.11. 1 
and it's almost like he's by far he's, he's far away from the second in the expected goal involvement who is KDB uh, he managed a goal very, very very nice goal and two bonus points as well and um, yeah it was not a good day to bid against Haaland whether you went Salah or Foden um, no it was not was not a good day to do that and I think I think at the moment it's really tricky to bet against him in general. I think there will be a time where, especially in the mix of the Champions League games or when we have a game every three days, I'm not sure we're going to have that before the World Cup, maybe after. But there will be games where Haaland will get his rest and then you might try and hunt an, uh, an opportunity somewhere else. Uh, for now, it's just like... Playing it safe, it's not. It's not even worth it at 192% against. If it's not against a top six side or top four side, then it's really difficult to justify going against them at the moment. So it's, it's terrific, terrific. Um, Brighton, yeah, we have to talk about Trossard. Um, a total HGI of 0.1018, and he managed to score a goal from that shot. It's a brilliant shot. It's a bit of a low quality, but it's a, it's a really nice shot. But the expected goal involvement was very low. Um, so, yeah, you, if, you've, if you've sold Trossard, you've certainly be a bit unlucky that he managed to convert that difficult shot into, into the goal. But other than that, Trossard is a really good player, right? So uh, it's a shame that it didn't work out where we wanted. And now he's scoring when we all sold him. Um, but again, it's a typical FPL. Uh, the last game of today is a Chelsea against Man United. It was a draw 1-1. And uh, Jorginho tops the expected goal involvement with 0.8 thanks to the penalty goal. We will not de- deny that. He hasn't done anything else apart from the penalty. And Kepa is, um, has managed another five saves. I posted on Twitter that I'm going to buy him because I want to break him because he he seemed like he will never concede again. Um, but then a few minutes later, um, Casimiro has managed to score a goal. Um, I think since we mentioned Kepa three, four episodes ago, and I mentioned that his price is really, really good option. And I was just worried about the, if he's nailed against uh, Mendy. And I believe that he is now. So for the next three game weeks, if you are on a wild card, if you are looking for uh, a goalkeeper at this price, I think Kepa is is a really really good option in in a Chelsea side. That yeah, he will. He, it seems that they are conceding shots, and that helps his uh, saving points and maybe the bonus points if if he manages that clean sheet. So it's something yeah to keep an to keep an eye on. Manchester United uh, two players stood out. I think actually three. Luke Shaw is the third one. But mainly Anthony and Rashford. Um, and I mentioned them because they have, I believe, three good fixtures. Uh, West Ham, Villa. And um, yeah, for if you are looking for a punt or attacking option, then Anthony or Rashford, uh, they will be there will be decent options. With the situation of Ronaldo, I think Marcel is still injured. Uh, Rashford playing up front, he might keep that. I think it's a great punt. Uh, for Anthony, he managed an XGI of a 0.46, and Rashford has managed a, an XGI of 0.33. Uh, 
and away from stats and key stats, they looked good in the game. So for ne- for the next game weeks, um, I think they are good. And if you are looking for some cheap option, uh, Anton is a little bit more expensive. I think he's seven four, but Rashford is. I'm bringing up his price. He's six point six, and the next three fixtures are West Ham home, Villa away, and Fulham away. That's before the World Cup. So if you are looking for a short-term punt, I think um, Rashford is a great option. I'll stop here to have a look at the chat because um, Mark is saying AZ could have created twice as many Palace would still not score. I mean, it's a shame, right? It's a shame. It's uh, it's very really frustrating. Yeah, they don't have... You feel like they would be in a game where they are top side, they are converting draws, and another one is is not good enough to convert these chances. So it's definitely going to be a bit frustrating. And same thing with Zaha. The, the, the difference is, is Eze is much cheaper than Zaha. You can afford to accept a blank or uh, a, 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 a low return, an assist or so. But with Zaha, with his price, you are putting him in like the Barnes, the Martinelli, close to be the Saka level with a few with a few millions more and for them then you would expect a bit more from 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 Zaha so yeah it's not great it's not looking great for for Zaha but easy is take it easy <laughs> I guess um, right Che Adams yeah we will see tomorrow um, I'm having an eye on Che Adams um, he has managed to score against Bournemouth last weekend, uh, last last game week, and we'll see if he continues that. Okay, let's have a look at the positions uh, very quickly, and then we will start with the goalkeepers. Okay, um, goalkeepers. We didn't have many games. We have eight teams left, so that's why the table is is a bit short. Um, but nevertheless, we have to mention a couple of players, uh, goalkeepers, uh, Allison and Henderson. Uh, Allison is it's kind of a funny situation because we don't, we are not used to own a goalkeeper from a top side like a, a City or a Liverpool or a Spurs uh, because we used to find the value somewhere else. But this season is a bit different. I think Allison has been really great. And he managed like 29 points the last two game weeks. And I think today he has managed another four. And he's making a lot of saves. Liverpool defense is, is totally different so far. They're conceding a lot of chances. Big chances conceded today. Five. Five of these six chances that he conceded were big chances. And uh, his XG prevented was plus two. So, statistically, Liverpool should have conceded another two goals. Because Alisson had a great game uh, personally. Um, he managed to make six saves. And he saved um, Liverpool from probably a worse day. Um, same thing goes for Henderson. Um, seven saves. His XG prevented is one. So, Liverpool should have scored at least one goal. And probably... The Van Dyke chance in itself had an XG of 0.25, which is almost a quarter of all the saves from from Henderson. 
and they received they conceded four big chances uh, but Liverpool couldn't couldn't convert any of that um, Kepa with five saves and uh, Guaita three saves and Sanchez him didn't manage to do much against uh, against Haaland today uh, only one save and an XG prevent of a minus one so there is a little bit of uh, an underperformance if you look at the stats in itself but obviously you would expect that from from a from against Man City in general. Um, Groita, I think he has been having a bad game. And I think he could have done a bit better. But yeah, that's that's mainly... Uh, there's nothing much to read um, uh, from from the goalkeeper's perspective apart from the fact that Kepa is still a decent option. And Alisson, I think... I think if you are in a wild card and you, you brought him in, then... Very well done. You managed to get around 33 points in the last three game weeks. So, yeah, that's about the goalkeepers. Let's move on to the defenders. Okay, so um, it's interesting because we do have teams like Liverpool, Chelsea and Man City. Yeah. Um, and uh, here we have some players finally back in the mix. Um so the reason I mentioned beginning, uh, in the beginning of the video um, that I am looking at Liverpool with with an eye is basically they have been the fullbacks have been have been good. Uh, Robertson in particular has had created three chances uh, with a total expected assist of zero point four three. Uh, Alexander Arnold came on off the bench. And he managed to create two chances with a total HGI of 0.33. And Van Dijk, he has had the total HGI of 0.32, uh, mainly uh, from the XG of 0.24, uh, the chance that I was speaking about where Henderson made a great save. Um, so their stats are, are all right. And for the next two game weeks, where they host, I believe, Leeds. Um, yeah, Leeds next game week. Um, I think it's. Yeah, you. I, I'm not. I'm not ruling ruling them out completely. Um, Leeds at home, Spurs away, but Southampton at home to finish the sprint before before the World Cup, obviously. So for the next three game weeks, there are two good game weeks, but depends on are can you afford and going in that premium bracket again. And what I want to say is basically I think that Robertson and Van Dijk would still match Trent in the next three game weeks if you are looking to save a bit of money uh, from these pick, uh, picks. Uh, it sounds it sounds a bit strange that I'm I'm saying that I might consider a Liverpool defense looking at their defense and how much they concede, but I think the next two, the next three game weeks they have really good two game weeks um, at home to get some result and in the season uh, in in the first part of the season uh, in a good way before before um, next December. Uh, Mark has Van Dijk and his header was so close today. Yeah, totally. Totally. And that's why I'm still, I'm still saying that Van Dijk could be a really decent option. So um, yeah, don't rule him out. Um, 
if you look at the list, uh, there are a few names here. A Luke Shaw, a chances created with two, an assist, and um, a total expected goal involvement of 0. 0.18. And Mikolenko is really down in the list, and Anderson as well. Haven't created much, um, so not much to say here. And yeah, that's mainly it. Joao Francillo was nowhere to be seen today. Uh, stats wise it hasn't done much and yeah I think that goal that they conceded was a, a little bit of unlucky for the owners it's been a really good shot um, but apart from that Brighton did, Brighton did not did not do much against City um, but yeah that's uh, about the defenders let's have a look at the midfielders and before we move on to the midfielders, if you like this uh, episode, please like the video and subscribe to the channel and hit the notification button so you receive all the shows that we do during the week. Um, and I do appreciate that. Um, the midfielders, uh, as we said early, earlier, uh, Anthony Gordon has managed, has been the highest amongst midfielders. Uh, when it comes to the XGI, he managed all, almost a goal, and he has got a goal. So uh, um, the stats has rewarded him. And Jorginho, um, as I said, comes next with his penalty that boosted the XG for him. And then Kevin De Bruyne with his uh, one shot on target, which was the goal, one big chances created, and a total XGI of 0 0.69. Uh, 0.69. Indeed, um, we haven't seen anything from Foden. He came on the last 30 minutes and he hasn't created much. Interesting though, if you look at the list, you will see Salah with a total XGI of 0.42. And then a couple of names that I was mentioning before, Ezzy, his price is 5.7 and his total XGI was 0.24. And Olesi is pretty much similarly a similar XGI um, just about the 0.22. So with four chances created by Izzy, the XGI was not really high for him, but he's been ticking along with these numbers. He's been putting it week in, week out for the last three, four game weeks. Um, and so it's going to be for us, whether we, if you own Zaha, then... The next game weeks are still all right. You have Southampton at home, West Ham away, Forest at uh, Forest away, and Fulham. Well, Fulham is after the is in 26th of December. So the next three game weeks, Southampton, West Ham, and Forest. I really do feel like I want to keep Zaha, but I same at the same time I do have a, another priority in getting one of Saka or Martinelli. So in his in his spot in his price bracket, you will be leaning more towards selling Zaha. But you've got if you have a spare or a spot or for five point five midfielder, I think you can afford keeping Eze or Olesi. And that's the difference between the two, um, because with that price bracket, you want to get one of the Saka or Martinelli. So it makes sense to move Zaha to one of those two. But not the same way if you have uh, Eze. So that's that's where I see the advantage of owning Eze. Um, so, yeah. And let's move on to the forwards. All right. So the forwards. Um, 
there are a couple of names that I'd like to mention here. Um, Haaland, of course. Um, we know he's a good player. <laughs> and um, it wouldn't be normal if he's not top of the list. Um, so may that continue. Uh, so three goal attempts, a total XGI of 1.18. We will not forget that... Um, a large part of this stat was about the penalty. So if you take out uh, the XG non-penalty is gonna be around the 0 0.4, and um, therefore what is good about the penalty today is now we know between Riyad Mahrez and uh, Erling Haaland, we know that Haaland is ahead of Mahrez because this was not confirmed until today because it, it didn't happen that City got a penalty and both of them were on uh, on the pitch. So um, on the plus side, of course, points all count. Uh, but also we know that Haaland is now on the penalties. So that's even more a reason to keep captaining him whenever we can. And Mark, yes, Saka on penalties. Yeah. Um, also, uh, the debate between Saka and Martinelli, I think it's decided. We saw that Saka has taken the last penalty, and yeah, and Man United worth, uh, Man United punts could be worth it. I do agree. The fixtures are not really bad for for Man United, and they are really extreme differentials, and they are looking good for the last couple of games. So um, yeah, I do really like them. I'm not sure I have that transfer to do it because I have other fires to put to put out, but if you do. Then I would be, yeah, I would I would be jealous <laughs> if you if you go there. Um, yeah, I, I own, um Awane, uh, the Forest striker, five point seven. He has had a great game and a total HGI of zero point nine. The problem with uh, Forest attackers is rotation, because Brennan Johnson was benched. And in many cases, they split the minutes. Um, so it's going to be a risky move. And I think for his price, I still favor Solanke slightly. Uh, although there is a case for not going to that price practice at all and uh, try and find funds to go Tony and Mitrovic. But if you have, if you are in that situation, then Solanke versus uh, Awanei is, is really close. But still, maybe Solanke is a little bit, a little bit ahead. Um, Firmino, I mentioned that um, he's been all right. He is not um, doing really bad. Um, two, two goal attempts and uh, he missed a big chance today. Uh, he could have converted it and it would be a different story. His total AGI of um, 0.37. So rotation will be limited with the attackers because of the injuries. And at 8.1, you are talking about Firmino Jesus kind of price bracket. I would, I would, I'm still favoring Jesus, pending what happens tomorrow. If he gets a yellow card, that will be the fifth yellow card that will be suspended, and uh, it won't, it won't matter. Um, but if so, maybe Jesus has a slight edge uh, with 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 the fixtures and performance wise. But if you are looking for a Liverpool cover, then Firmino could be really good. Um, we have to see what happens with Nunes. 
But I think they are in a stage where more injuries will not help the team anymore. Because we, we like to say, oh, X injured, then I can get Y because he's nailed in a minute. But now they are in a situation where the whole team looks a bit worse. Um, and that's why I didn't grow myself for Salah. And maybe, in theory, they should score against Forest, but that did not happen. Um, NG Man, I'm not sure if I pronounced that name correctly. Is it time for Everton forwards? Well, here we go. We are marking DCL uh, in the table. Not because he has the highest HGI in the in the forwards line, but basically, I mentioned him last game week, and I said it could be something to consider uh, when DCL comes back and gets more minutes. And he today managed a goal from his single shot on target today. So is a there is a bit of overperformance for sure when it comes to goals versus expected goals, but. If you look at the fixtures for um, Everton, you do have Fulham away, Leicester at home, Bournemouth away. So I'm really intrigued. And I do have a good experience with Gordon from the beginning of the season and some parts of last season where he's one of those play rare players that I get him, I get them on, on the right time. But I, if I have the spare cash and I have a slot in the strikers, I think I will try and fit in DCL, which will sound really strange. Like this is the template we have: Mitrovic, Solanke, and Haaland. Where here, here you come, you have you have a, a team with really really decent fixtures and a differential striker who is back in. Um, DCL has managed to play 77 minutes and 72 minutes before that. So I think he is in the integration part, but I would expect him to get even more minutes uh, in the coming weeks. And then you might consider having DCL. Other than that, you can go to Gordon or uh, Ayubi. I wouldn't rule him out. So an Everton midfielder or an Everton striker will not be the worst idea, but um, it's not a template, so there is a risk there is a risk in there, of, of course. Um, eng for engineer, yeah. Okay, engineer man. Uh, right. Uh, that's that's it for that's it for today, and uh, we are about just under forty minutes. So I do have a minute or two to take some questions. Uh, it might not be many because we didn't have a lot of games to discuss. Uh, but I saw previously a question about Saka against Martinelli. And we have discussed that in the on the Scoutcast last last game week. I recommend going back to it. And I think there is another show where they mentioned about it. And to be honest, it's really close, in my opinion. I think Saka is of course he's the most expensive, but he is on penalties and he's in a good form. Martinelli I know he's been struggling a bit with injury last week. He managed to get some minutes in Europe. Uh, he could be playing tomorrow. As it will not change. Not, it will not matter for tomorrow, right? Because the deadline has passed. But keep an eye on tomorrow what happens. And if you are looking for... The thing with Martinelli is... He's still cheap. With all the points, with all his, his blanks and so and so. He's still very cheap. And I think he's very good to have. So... 
It depends on how much you have. I would, I would try. I, I personally prefer Sakra a little bit, a little bit. But I would not be desperate to have Sakra if I can afford Martinelli, but not Sakra. That's that's how I describe it. Um, best midfielders for the next three game weeks. Four game weeks. Uh, it will be one game after the World Cup, so uh, we will focus on the next three. Um, well, of course, we we mentioned Saka and Martinelli. I still think Foden will come good. And uh, as a punt, I would say Everton midfielder, just because of the fixture, and fixtures is king, in my opinion. So, and Man United. Uh, Rashford, in particular, I like, I like his price, I like his fixtures. So, um, I, think, I think this is the top list, I would say. Okay, so I think that's it for today. Uh, thank you everyone for coming in and uh, chatting with us. I do appreciate every one of you. And uh, still six games in this game week to go. So a lot can change rank-wise and points and all of that. Um, I wish you a very nice weekend. Enjoy it, everyone. And uh, I will uh, catch up with you all next weekend. Until that time, take care.